You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Hi, welcome to Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Suze Gilbert. My two co-hosts, Elisa Paselli and Vicki Stokes, are off this week. They're probably enjoying themselves and having a great time because they twisted my arm to guest host this episode, and this episode only, to talk about the iPad Pro. And actually, I'm quite excited because I'm going to be having some guest speakers on this episode. And yes, we are going to be talking about the iPad Pro and the Pencil the new Apple Pencil that is just fabulous. I will be speaking with Kurt Blanchard. Kurt writes product reviews for MyMac.com. He's part of the MyMac.com family. He is an artist. He's a photographer. And last year, he purchased the 12.9-inch iPad Pro along with the Apple Pencil. So he's been using that for a year creatively. But he sold the iPad Pro, the larger version, when the new 9.7-inch iPad Pro was launched. And he calls it the Baby Pro. And I really like that title because, to be honest with you, I may be stumbling and fumbling through this episode if I have to keep saying the 12.9-inch and the 9.7-inch. So I will henceforth call the 12.9-inch iPad Pro, the larger iPad Pro, and the smaller 9.7-inch iPad Pro, Baby Pro. So that way you'll know which one I'm talking about. But anyway, Kurt purchased the Baby Pro, and I'm anxious to discuss with him about the different apps that he uses and the variations that he's seen between the larger and the smaller version of the iPad Pro. I will also be speaking with Dorothy Yamamoto, she is a longtime listener of Three Geeky Ladies. Thank you, Dorothy. And she also is an artist, and she shows her work. And I'm looking forward to speaking with her how she creates using the iPad. And my uncle, Roger White from Connecticut, he is a longtime educator. And actually, he's retired, but they keep calling him back because he's he's really good at what he does. But he has owned so many Apple products and I was telling him about the baby pro and the Apple pencil and how wonderful it was for, you know, no lag. And he went out and I thought he would buy the baby pro, but he didn't. He bought the larger iPad pro along with the pencil and the smart keyboard. I did not get the smart keyboard. I don't know if Kurt has one or Dorothy, but it'll be interesting to see how he uses the smart keyboard because I've heard good things about it, but personally, I wouldn't use it, so I didn't purchase it. So those will be my guest speakers for this episode. As far as the iPad Pro, uh, my history with the iPad is when the iPad was first launched six years ago this month. Can you believe it? I did not buy the first generation of iPad. I never do buy the first gen of anything, of any device, but it didn't have a camera. And I just had a sneaking suspicion that they would put a camera in the second generation of iPad, which they did. Why I needed a camera, I don't know, because I've never been an iPadographer. I thought, oh my gosh, 
when I, I think I've discussed it on Three Geeky Ladies, how when I go to France, there seems to be a huge contingent of people that love to take photographs with their iPad, but I'm not one of them. But um, I had the second gen and I really liked it. And then they came out with a third generation that had the retinal display. And I thought the retina display is definitely worth me upgrading to. So I had the iPad 3, was not happy that less than six months later they came out with a fourth generation of iPad. I did not buy the iPad Air, but I did upgrade to the iPad Air 2. So I thought it was just light, it was fast, it was snappy, and it had 128 gig, which the earlier versions did not. So I purchased the iPad Air 2 and I thought it might be future-proof for a while. So then we fast forward or we backtrack to last year when Tim Cook made the announcement for the iPad Pro, uh, the 12.9 inch. And that was, it was really meh to me because it was just too much real estate. It was just too much screen real estate. It was too big for me. I really like the 9.7 inch. I like that middle iPad. My husband has an iPad mini and it's, to me, it's like a bigger version of an iPhone plus. Um, I don't really like the mini. I really like that middle. I've heard this iPad version that the 9.7 inch is called the Goldilocks iPad because it's just right. And that is absolutely true for me. I think it is just right. It is my Goldilocks. But anyway, um, the pencil, when he announced the pencil, I, if I could have done a backflip, I would have, but it was not going to work with the iPad Air 2. And that really discouraged me. I thought, my gosh, I have all, I have every stylus that's available. I own all of them. I own two pencil by 53s. I own the Pogo Connect. I have Bamboo. I have a Donut, a Donut Jot. I have, you know, Bluetooth stylus. I have Sensu Brush. And all of them have had something lacking. The one stylus I probably use the most is Pencil by 53. And Pencil by 53 is made by you know 53 but they also have a very popular app on the app store called paper by 53 so when they came out with a pencil i thought this would be really cool because i could use it with paper the thing is it's shaped like a carpenter pencil so you know that kind of long rectangular shape the problem is is that the tip tends to wear out fairly quickly now when i draw or i paint on the ipad i tend to use a very firm grip and i i tend to press hard and so i was going through tips quite often because it leaves this nasty black smudge on your screen. So, I mean, it was okay. You have to use the zoom function though for the detail drawings that I like to do. So that was kind of frustrating. Pogo Connect always was had this jagged line. It was always very jittery. A Donut Jot and their Bluetooth um, stylus, they were okay. But again, same thing, you know, pressure sensitive, but not really. It always left a jagged edge. Uh, the Donut Jot is the non-Bluetooth version and it has a transparent uh, disc at the end of it, but it tends to scratch your screen if you don't have a screen protector. And I never put screen protectors on mine. So, I mean, all of them had something wrong with it. And then they came out with pencil. So I have my iPad Pro, the pencil came, I opened up the pencil, and of course it has that beautiful minimalistic packaging that only Johnny Ive can conceive. So when you open up the pencil, it's actually 
very elegant, but it's interesting. They do give you a replacement tip, but I found the tip so far, especially with my method of drawing, which like I said, I press hard and um, to, to have a firm grip, seems to be very durable. So that's, that's um, you know, very pleasing. Also, they do sell replacement tips, I think four for $19.99, the Apple store, or you can buy it online. So that's, that's uh, very reasonable as well. But the pencil itself, it has a tip at the very end where you would think about the eraser. It has a magnetic end to it. So you take that off and then you have your male um, charger, your lightning charger. So with that, you can, if you find that you're low on battery life with your pencil, you can basically insert that into your iPad and it will charge. Now I may be wrong with the specs on this, but I think it's 15 seconds of charging gives you 30 minutes of battery life with a pencil. It also comes with an adapter that you can put over that mail port and you can put it into your regular charger that you would use your lightning uh, cable that you charge your iPad or your iPhone with. So that's really nice. Now what it doesn't come with, it doesn't come with a type of clip that prevents it from rolling off. That's the only really con that I find with the iPad, uh, excuse me, the um, Apple Pencil is that it tends to roll off. It doesn't have anything to kind of break it from rolling. I will speak with Kurt Blanchard, like I said, and he has a really nifty solution for that. So be sure that you wanna tune in for that. But the pencil itself, I ended up making a case for it because when you're talking about a $100 accessory, then to lose that, I think would be pretty upsetting. I really do wish a third-party company or Apple would make some type of clip that you could at least clip it onto the iPad. I know Pencil by 53 had a magnet in it. So when you closed your smart cover on your iPad, you could put the pencil on there and it connected with the, with the magnet and the smart cover. And it was great because it didn't slide off and you really weren't in danger of losing it or misplacing it. So I think that's the only con so far I find with the i uh, with the Apple Pencil. If you want to say iPad Pencil, but it's the Apple Pencil. It's it does a beautiful thin line. I I find hardly any discernible lag at all. It just it works beautifully with Notes with the Apple's uh, Notes app. But I don't use Notes all that often actually, except for typing. I don't really draw within that app. With Procreate. It is so wonderful. Procreate is probably my very favorite art app. And it's by Savage Inter Interactive. And the way that you pair the Apple Pencil with Procreate is you just open up your settings. You connect through your Bluetooth setting, the Apple Pencil, and then you open up Procreate and you're ready to go. It is just beautifully pressure sensitive. I mean, when you... Um, draw, uh, uh, you know, really fast, it just, the line goes along with it. So you get a wide line with fast, you go slow. Uh, I mean, a thin line when you go fast, a, a fatter line when you go slow. It's just a dream to sketch with Procreate and the Apple Pencil. I just find it's been just really lovely. The, the other thing is, like I said, the convenience of charging the Apple Pencil. The only, if you're, talking about lag though because I know my husband was worried about lag he said you know I'd like to get the Apple pencil but you know is it really like a pencil and taking notes 
So some of the apps that I have used Apple Pencil with, or the aforementioned um, Procreate, ArtRage tends to have a little lag. But again, I think that's more on the part of the developer. They haven't really um, offered Pencil support. So sometimes if you see an app that's lagging a little bit with Pencil, that's probably because the developer hasn't either offered iPad Pro support or the Apple Pencil support. Paper by 53, it works beautifully with. Sketches by Teasui works beautifully, and they just upgraded some of their brushes, so they have a more of a selection of, of brushes for you to use now. The Adobe Suite, I in particular use Adobe Draw. That's the newer version of Adobe Ideas, which is a vector app, and I really love using it uh, with Adobe Draw and also Adobe Sketch. Notes, um, like I said, not so much, and Penultimate, I do find a lag. I, I just deleted penultimate because I, you know, I don't like that to see that lag when I'm trying to take notes or draw within a note-taking app. But Notability is beautiful with it. It's really like putting, having a legal pad and taking a pen and taking notes or drawing, you know, on a notepad. Fabulous. I, I highly recommend Notability. But I will be talking, like I said, with Kurt and Dorothy, and I will get some of their thoughts on the apps that they most often use uh, with the iPad and with Kurt with the pencil. As far as the iPad Pro, I like I said, it's the Goldilocks iPad. It's wonderful to use. It uh, has four speakers now. And granted, it's not like a boombox or a, a subwoofer in your car. It won't, it won't do that. But it has a nicer sound quality than the other iPads. It has two gig of RAM. I don't find that is an issue right now. Uh, I did get the 256 storage space because I tend to uh, have a lot of photos on my devices. It doesn't offer raw support for camera files, which really is upsetting because they really need to do that. Apple really needs to step up to the plate because I would like to import some raw files. You kind of have to do a workaround with that. I wish they just offered that support. It also does not have 3D touch. I do think, I use 3D touch a lot. I know some people do, some people don't, but on my iPhone 6S, I'm always using 3D touch. I really like it. It does have the touch ID, but it doesn't have like the peek and pop options that 3D touch gives you on your uh, 6S and 6S Plus. I find that with the A9X chipset, it's just really fast. I love the true tone imaging and what that is is that when you um, it's very subtle but when you go into a different lighting situation so say for instance you're going into a room that has like a coolish light the screen rate um, subtly changes so you see it's more accurate to that light situation or if you go into a more tungsten uh, warmer type of light I really think that is a great uh, inclusion in the iPad Pro, and I, I appreciate that. As far as, was this a good purchase for me? Absolutely. This is probably the closest thing that I have to a Moleskine uh, sketchbook or any type of sketchbook and a pen or pencil. It's always with me. I can take out the pencil and I can, you know, just sketch because I like to do a lot of plein air sketches and it's just been a really remarkable device for that. I think that if you have an earlier version or generation of iPad, this would be a great upgrade for you. If you have the iPad Air 2, you really have to weigh 
your uses for it. If you're an artist or a creative person and you really feel, or, or, or a note taker, you know, if you're a student um, or you take a lot of notes in your business, Again, this would be a very viable upgrade for you to have the Pencil and the iPad Pro. It's definitely, I think, worth it. You know, Apple never makes anything extremely affordable, but I think it's worth, you know, selling off or giving away your old iPad and, and purchasing this one. Do you need as much space like the 256 gig? Probably not, but I wanted to try to get that so I could kind of future-proof this. I don't want to keep upgrading my iPad you know, every couple of years. I think this one I'm really happy with. So without further ado, that, that's my opinion um, for the iPad Pro and the Apple Pencil. So let's talk to some of my guest speakers on their thoughts about their iPad Pro and the Pencil. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm here with Kurt Blanchard. Hello, Kurt. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Kurt is a RISD grad. He has been around art all his life. He was an art uh, vice president of art. And you've been also very active in the Tucson Mac users group, Kurt, and also MyMac.com. You're part of our MyMac.com family as well. You do product reviews. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm secretary of the, of the Tucson Macintosh user group. Uh, we've, uh, we moved here in t- 2000, so I've, um, I've been involved in that group since then. Oh, wow. So, I, you know, I didn't leave till 2012, and I, di- I do remember seeing you at the, uh, the Mac users we, group. We overlapped very I briefly. don't know if yes. you remember me, but... <laughs> I do. I, do. I won a couple of prizes, and you know I'm the one that always jumps up and down whenever I win anything. <laughs> so um, now, Kurt, you had the um, the you bought last year. You bought the larger iPad Pro. I did. And I, then when the Baby Pro, and thank you for coining that term. It that it, it is a Baby Pro. It's a perfect one. And I don't I don't really think Apple is going to do a iPad i uh, iPad Mini Pro. I just can't see it. No, I don't either. I, I don't. I, I no. So I think this is appropriate. But then you purchased the Baby Pro, and what model, what color, and and uh, storage space did you get on your Baby Pro? Well, first of all, the larger Pro. It took me oh two or three months, I guess, um, to get a good case of buyer's remorse. <laughs> Uh, going because <laughs> the thing is just too big, too heavy, too clumsy. Um, if I'm going to sit on the couch and, I don't know, read email or whatever, um, my fingers will go numb after a while holding this thing up. It's just just not, not convenient. It has to be used on a table or desk. Um, so when the Baby Pro was announced, I just said, okay, that's it, <laughs> and uh, rushed into the other room and ordered one that, like, like within minutes of when they announced it. And uh, it's, it's all of a sudden, it's the right size. It's, it's the familiar size that we've all um, uh, become used to. And if you're going to do artwork or photography or whatever, you pinch and zoom anyway. So uh, you really don't need that extra real estate, or at least I don't need the extra real estate. And uh, this new one is just is just perfect. So the new one I got is I always get space gray because I like the black frame around the um, around the image. I don't like that white. It's just too too much contrast. Um, I got 128 uh, gigabytes. Uh, I don't. 
I, I don't I don't want anything smaller, and I don't really think I need anything bigger. Uh, so that uh, that was the combination I got, and I'm more than happy with it. Yeah, and you know, it's really funny you should say about the space gray because I have always purchased space gray, but when I when the iPhone 6s came out, I bought the rose gold. I thought I'd do something daring. Um, I thought about, because um, I had a very close friend in Tucson um, that passed away, and I thought about, well, what would Jackie do? Darn it, she'd say, go for the rose gold. And so I bought the iPad Pro, but now, I know you were saying how heavy it was, and you do painting and drawing on your, and, and photo editing on your Baby Pro, is, is that correct? I do, yeah. I do. And how do you feel if the in comparison with the larger iPad Pro versus the Baby Pro, the responsiveness, are you noticing a difference between like the larger Pro having a four gig RAM and the Baby Pro two gig RAM? I No, I'm not. And I, I was curious about that because um, uh, there is the, the double the RAM in the, in the larger uh, iPad Pro, two versus four. Um, but uh, the thing that, that, convinced me, actually I read about this, uh, was that the, um, uh, what am I trying to say? But, no, it's okay. Because I, I know people have said with the two. Oh, I know. It's the, it's the, it, it's the number of pixels you're pushing. Right. Um, the, right. the real estate, the, you've got a huge screen that requires more memory. Um, and the little one uh, doesn't need anywhere near that, that amount. So the, uh, all the benchmarking tests that I've seen um, uh, come out to be pretty close, um, even though uh, the smaller one has uh, has uh, less RAM. Yeah. You know, I haven't really noticed it. And, you know, that's still, uh, for a minute I hesitated. And I thought, seriously, I, I, I bought the 256 because I, th- I do store a lot of photos and I do do a lot of, you know, photo editing on my on my iPad. But I think for me, the only thing I do kind of miss on the Baby Pro, and I know this is really stupid, but I do love the 3D touch. I like the peek and pop. But th- right. that being said, I love the True Tone feature. Have, have you noticed? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that True Tone, that True Tone feature is is it, it, it's it's really hard to try to tell somebody about <laughs> it. They have to actually go look yeah. because I was um, uh, reading a thing the other day that said the uh, the, the difference. Uh, between uh, the the with with the true tone uh, and and not having it is like the difference between stereo and surround sound. Yeah. The, the 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 depth of color and the breadth of the color uh, gamut is just astonishing in that small that small screen. I've never seen anything like it. I was worried that it was going to mess up my my uh, uh, the color and photographs and stuff. It doesn't. No. I, I, you know, I can take those photos that I've that I've edited uh, on the and uh, on the uh, iPad Pro and put them on the Mac or whatever, and wow, they look they look they look really good. It doesn't affect the uh, uh, the colors at all. No, and I find that um, I noticed maybe t- when I'm looking at images, they're a little more saturated. But for me, I don't mind that because I I don't either. I don't <laughs> mind a little more saturation. I tend to like colors to pop a little bit. And I'm, I think whenever I do do photo editing, depending on the image, I, I mean, I do not like over HDR images that, that drives me absolutely batty when you look at an image and it's so obviously HDR, Oh no! but I do yeah. like to pop up the colors just a little bit because it just makes for a more attractive image. 
Well, this this brings up um, there. There's a new app, or new as of the beginning of this year, um, called HDR Pro by uh, MacFun, um, and uh, I uh, was in touch with them while this was being developed, and then when they finally released it, I reviewed it for. Uh, my Mac, and it is the most spectacular piece of software I have seen in ages. It's just amazing. And of course, the first question I was asking them was, when is this thing going to be available for the iPad? And they said, well, this is a very complicated uh, uh, thing, thing to do. But yes, they are working on it, but who knows? You know, it could be a year or two off, or who knows? It might come out this summer, who knows? But, but, uh, but it's a wonderful thing. And I absolutely agree with you. What you use this thing for is to is to uh, uh, do minor tweaks and improvements. You don't, right. you, don't, you don't pull pull all the sliders to the right and have the thing look like you know Alice in Wonderland. I know those things, those things drive me crazy. Uh, me too. That's and you know I it's made me so anti HDR that I always shut it off on my iPhone number one unless I have a lighting situation that I need it. But I always have it on. <laughs> oh, see, because and for listeners that don't know what HDR is, it's high dynamic uh, range, and so you know it used to be where oh gosh, how many how many images would sometimes you have to take her up to maybe seven, twelve, and well, yeah, you can go to th- you can do it you could do it as it, little as it, three, but I mean you can go up to nine. exactly, you know? and people and then you would bring it into like Photoshop, and they have an HDR. Um, uh, function there and it, you stack the images so what it, it does if you're in a in a strange lighting situation uh, it takes all the information all of the different exposures so basically you're getting different exposures and you're making this perfectly exposed image for the foreground the middle ground and the background and you can add different you know you can add different types of grain and stuff to it but some people overdo it and you see haloing because you know and you think oh that's obviously hdr but right. you know, no. If you were, for instance, uh, standing in a in a dark room with a, a with a a mountain scene outside mm-hmm. the window, uh, if you take uh, a bunch of different exposures, one of the exposures will have the inside of the room exactly very very nice, and uh, the uh, outside of the window just looks like a white square. But the other exposures that are where the where the f stops are down a little bit, um, you can see the mountains. And so what HDR does is it combines this thing like a sandwich, so that you get all parts of the right. film are uh, the image are exposed in uh, properly. And I think the most successful HDR images people tend to use it a lot for landscapes. And sometimes when you overdo it, like I, the aforementioned haloing, you know, like around mountains or something, you can really see it. Right. But I think the most successful ones that I have seen or commercial photographers that are doing indoor shots. So they're doing an indoor shot that is lit, you know, up with in, tungsten light, but yet you have this beautiful um, scenery outside the picture window. And that really you do need HDR for, but peop- I think commercial photographers have it such down to a science that when you look at it, you, it's it's not slamming you in the face that, oh, wow, that's an HDR image. They do it very subtly. Exactly. You know, nothing is haloed. It's very beautifully done. So, um, but you know, of course, our iPhones, um, you know, have that option. Now, Kurt, speaking of iPhone, now I have ranted on three geeky ladies about people that take photographs with their iPad. So, what do I do last week? I had some Van Gogh iris blossoms alongside of my house, and I said, I wonder what how the this iPad, the Baby Pro, takes photographs. Kurt, it's like a large format camera. I'm in love with the exactly. <laughs> I'm in love with the exactly. Camera. 
<laughs> the the the, the uh, camera in the iPad Pro is the same one as in the uh, iPhone now, yes. twelve megapixels, and so there it's got a really good lens, and uh, it's of course it's Apple's software in there that just does fabulous photographs. But the idea with the photographing with the Pro is that you you've got a huge viewfinder, <laughs> you do, uh, so that you can <laughs> you can really see what you're doing. And if you want to, you know, fiddle with the with the focus and depth of field and stuff like that, you can really see it with this. Whereas with the phone, you just push the button and hope something comes out. But with the iPad, it's just astonishing. I I cannot see. Uh, uh, somebody not fooling around with a uh, some kind of a tripod uh, arrangement for the iPad. Pro. I agree with you, and you know <laughs> there will be coming <laughs> for all of you who felt you know uh, a little disheartened because I was making fun of people that took photos with their iPad. I am eating my words, and I'm having a nice dish of crow right now because I absolutely love well, this camera. It's it's fabulous. It's, it's one thing if you're if you're doing what you, what you you were doing, uh, and it's a, another thing completely if uh, the family goes to Yellowstone <laughs> and, and uh, wandering around with an iPad trying to take pictures. You know? I mean, that's just just insane. Well, you know, I did a couple macros with it. I said, hmm, you know, so I put it on square. My husband has this little trick where he puts it on the square format and the uh, native camera app. And then he, you know, zooms in a little bit and it, it focuses beautifully on a macro image. And I, I got so close in the inner part of that iris and it was crystal clear. I was really impressed. I'm very, very happy with it. And I agree with you, um, Kurt, I think, you know, a third party, um, you know, lens developers, you know, like the Oloclip, I think people are going to start making stuff maybe specifically for this particular iPad. Um, Could be, could be. But now I know that you purchased the Apple Pencil. Tell me your thoughts, how you like the Apple Pencil and what do you use it for? Oh, it, it, it's the best little tool that, that, that Apple's ever made. Um, I, I absolutely love it. It, um, the, the, uh, I don't, one of the things I always had a problem with, and I've owned probably a dozen different styluses over the the years, um, is I don't see any lag at all with this thing. It's just amazing. Um, and the, some of the old ones uh, that we used to use, the things with the soggy rubber tips and everything else, there was a lot of lag. Um, it didn't feel good in your hand. It didn't feel good on the screen. This thing feels terrific. Uh, of course, you're still writing on glass. I mean, there's no getting around that. But I, I, I no, no problem here. Um, one of the uh, things that goes hand in hand with this is the uh, palm rejection in uh, most of the uh, really good apps, so that you know you, it doesn't matter if the thing is going to skid around. You've got your hand on the right on the glass. Um, of course, the only big complaint, Sir Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, made this made, made this thing totally round uh, so that it just rolls right off your desk and obviously you've got a, a very delicate tip there and stuff so um, I put a uh, uh, the the pocket clip from a mechanical pencil on over this thing not that I'd carry it around in my pocket but the point is that it keeps it from rolling uh, I just yesterday saw um, somebody's come out with a little a little harness that uh, where the one of the rings goes around the the pencil and the other little similar looking ring goes around the cap. So oh, that, uh, that's so that the tethers the two together because that little cap is so easy to lose. Um, and, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know whether I really want to mess up the thing with one of those. But but whatever whatever uh, vehicle you choose, the idea is that you want to keep the pencil from rolling off the desk. Kurt, that. 
tip that you gave, because I mentioned this in my intro that you were going to tell us that, that was brilliant. It really was. And I, I think you should have patented that really quickly, but <laughs> I w- immediately went, um, I didn't have one on a mechanical pencil, but I had some, um, Pigma pens cause I draw a lot with Pigma pens. So I took the one off my Pigma pen and I had to just open up with pliers a little bit till it fit the pencil. That is, you know, I'm so, it's a hundred dollar accessory. Apple, come on. I mean, you have to find right. it some way. And I was mentioning <laughs> That, you know, at least with the Pencil by 53 had a magnet in it, so it would attach to your right. smart cover. I wish they had done the same. I don't know why they couldn't. Maybe perhaps they couldn't with the, with the in, you know, with the stuff in the, the pencil. But they ha- I wish they had put some type of clip. I noticed that there's like a plastic clip that attaches to your uh, Baby Pro that you can put your pencil in. Um, but it's, I'm, I'm frightened. I, you know, I, I thought I lose, I tend to lose things. Um, matter of fact, I, when I went, my son graduated from, uh, college in Seattle, I lost my wallet. I left it. I dropped it on the street going to an art gallery, but some good Samaritan, you know, turned it in and just the day before he left. So that's the, and then I went to see Nemo in San Francisco and I lost it at the restaurant. So, you know, this is my history, so I'm very nervous about it. So I, I do hope Apple addresses this in a very short amount of time for iPad Pro owners that, you know, and pencil owners, they need to be able to attach this somehow and make it safe. Because you're right, Kurt, the, the, the cap where the um, plug is to charge it is very flimsy. I mean, I've knocked it off right. a couple of times. Yeah. Now, when, they, in using your – oh, go ahead. Well, b- back in the day – uh, when we all used to use exacto knives, um, th- with the same, with this, there was the same problem. The things didn't ha- didn't would, would roll right off your desk and break the tip, and you have to replace the blade all the time. And at some point, somebody came up with a little triangular piece of uh, silicone with a hole in it that was just the size of the. Oh uh, yes, I had one of those. Of yeah. yeah, and and I I went through my my little tabaret thing here because I swear I had one little turquoise one, and I can't find it. So. Because I thought, thought that would be perfect on the it would on the be pencil, but, because it's but almost, I don't have one because anymore. it's almost the same width. But that's worth going to like a uh, you know office supply store or somewhere and getting right. one of those. Oh, that's a great idea. Go to, go to Blick or one of yeah. those guys and see if they've got them. Well, Kurt, now what apps do you use most often with your pencil to draw and uh, do artwork on? <clears throat> well, Procreate is has got to you know own the space at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a uh, a fabulous app with a very steep learning curve. Um, in fact, I'm, <laughs> I, I've probably only used half of what uh, it offers. Um, but uh, it's, it's, a, it's a superb, superb app. And uh, it's got, you know, layers and uh, everything, that, everything that you need. Um, and then uh, 53's paper mm-hmm. is also... Just a, a, a wonderful thing. I mean, it's just those little notebooks that you can create, and uh, I, I just I just love that thing. I've I've used it way before the uh, iPad Pros, and I still have all my little notebooks in there. You know, they're 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 terrific. Uh, um, I think with paper, they just also came out with an update either yesterday or the day before to um, strengthen the Apple Pencil on that. I just don't like right. the paper update. I I thought it became a great drawing app that was simplistic into a mediocre app, a note taking app. But that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, I, I'm I'm not a I'm not a note taker. Yeah, me neither. Um, and uh, so so I don't need to type or uh, to write. No, on I agree on with the you. Screen, so. I agree with you. 
I've been fooling around with a new app called Concepts, which is, I don't know, it's more, it's a, it's a vector uh, uh, thing, but it is really more, I guess, for like industrial design or, or the like. Um, doesn't need to be that that way, but it could be, and it, it's. Uh, it, it, I'm having quite a bit of fun with it. It's it's good. Is it like a CAD? Um, is it like a CAD type app or? Uh, no, you can. Uh, you, you've got uh, your all your, all your selection of tools so that you can do totally freehand as well as um, constrained, um, you know, mm-hmm. lines and and stuff. You, well, the the um, what is it? Notes. Uh, the the regular notes app mm-hmm. you know now has the ruler and the you know all those things in it and uh, so it's it's more or less uh, some of the some of the tools that are similar to that um, I also really like um, the AstroPad app I'm not sure that's you do <laughs> uh, it, I, yeah talk I do. talk to me about this because I I've, I've been tempted but you know the reviews are kind of all over the place for that so I'd like to know your experience with the AstroPad well what it what it does is it makes your um, iPad um, like a, a Wacom Cintiq um, so that your image is that is on your screen is also on your iPad and you can draw on the iPad and all of a sudden like magic the the what you're drawing there appears on your Mac um, so that uh, um, uh, you, you know you, <laughs> the idea with a drawing on a Wacom tablet is is everybody has spent years doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 contrary to what you want to do. You're looking at the screen and you're drawing down below on your on your uh, uh, on your tablet. Well, so now what the AstroPad does it, it it combines those two so that the tablet actually is your screen um, the, and so you can see it on your Mac and on your tablet so it, that that uh, that's good it's it's uh, um, uh, not something that you instantly become familiar with you have to take a little time to right to, to sort of figure it out to make it work right but but uh, once you get it it's uh, it's quite good and there, again no lag from what you're drawing on your iPad no, I don't I, I that's the thing that really impresses me because I this has got to be a, a software thing mm-hmm. as well as a hardware thing right because because uh, I don't see any any lag it's really very impressive the other thing of course I when we're on the subject of the pencil there is an app called uh, iFont maker um, that I fooled around with ages ago uh, when you had to draw with your finger uh, or a you know rubber stylus or something or other and it never really worked for me I you know I made a few fonts and and uh, you know, I try typing with them and say, "Ah, this is not good." You know, you couldn't do kerning, couldn't do kerning, and you, all of this stuff. And all of a sudden, I tried it the last week with the with the Apple Pencil, and my, it's just so good. And iFont Maker, in the meantime, of course, has been uh, uh, improved a lot, mm-hmm. so that there are all kinds of strokes now that you can do. It's not just a you know a, a, a single width line all of a sudden it's got you know you can put texture in it and, and the pressure sensitive thing works and oh my god it's just wonderful and you know what's really nice about that particular app is they again they're always improving like as you said but they also have a very active website that you can upload your fonts and download fonts people will share it's you know shareware basically so oh geez i've never tried yeah so that's kind of <laughs> nice and they also you know are very responsive i think supports very responsive but kurt the two uh fonts that you shared um, with my Mac. I thought, wow, I have to revisit that app because you know the pen- right. the pencil <laughs> now is opening up a realm of possibility with apps that were not there before with with the more clunky styli. You know, it's you it's it. really 
I was telling listeners in my intro that, you know, I do very detailed drawings. I love pens. I love working with a pencil. I do a lot of graphite and charcoal and um, pen work. And, you know, I never was happy because either with 53, you know, you'd have to zoom for detail, but it it was okay. But, you know, again, you always had an offset line. If you pulled up your stylus and you went to go back to connect your line, you, it was always offset. It was, it was never, you know, continuous. With the pencil, I haven't had that happen. And, you know, I know oh, this sounds corny, but I just want to weep with happiness. <laughs> it tr- yeah, it's just I, the, the first time I got that thing out of the box and I tried it, I was just, just struck dumb. I couldn't believe how cool this thing is. But, you know, it, it, it does have it, – it's not for everybody. No, I mean, no. It's a $100 accessory, yep. and if you just want to use it – I don't know to take notes on. I, you know. Yeah, I agree with you. It's kind of it's it's kind of an expensive accessory, but if you do photo editing or artwork or whatever, it's just amazing. I think this was a huge nod uh, from Apple to artists and creatives. You know that we know you are using the iPad, and you need a stylus to do creative endeavors. And I really think right. they listened because I think Kurt. I you know I know you went to RISD. I went to art school. And I think if we had had this in art school, <laughs> would I mean, I am so mad that, you know, we can't go back right now <laughs> because, well, wow. I, you know, in a life drawing class with that thing, um, you could do on your first layer, you could put down, uh, you know, the, 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 you rough the whole thing in. And then the second layer, uh, you, <laughs> I mean, my God, it, 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 would that be wonderful or what? Yeah. And, and it's, you know, Dorothy Yamamoto was um, in her segment, she talks about bringing in her iPad and her pencil uh, to her class. And I think what's great about this particular device is, and I think we're going to see people that are going to really want to branch out and be creative. If they don't think they're creative, you know, you can practice on uh, Procreate or paper, which I agree with you, Kurt. Procreate has a, you know, they have a great um user's manual that you can get on your iPad through the iBooks, but it is a a learning curve. You know, it it has a lot of stuff that I have not played with either, but you know, some of the more simpler apps are easier to work with. And I just think we're going to have some great iPad art coming out. I really do. I think it's Mm, really going to open up people into digital art. And I think the stigma between using, because I do love, I do oil painting and I love the smell of oil paint. Um, But I and I love getting my hands dirty, but I also think that for people that have allergies or sensitivities to chemicals, they can still paint right. on their iPad. You know, it's just it's really I think there's going to be less of a stigma that somebody's created this on a digital device or on a canvas. You know, I think right. I think we're going to be seeing that in the future, which is exciting. Do you own the smart keyboard? Did you purchase no. that? No, I don't. I I uh the biggest thing for me with all of these devices is weight and uh, um, adding a case, adding a keyboard and all these things just gets the thing heavy. And I, 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 I don't do that much typing uh, on the iPad. I have a um, Logitech um, K380 keyboard, um, portable keyboard, which I really like to type on. It's really good. And the, the advantage to it is it's got three little buttons in the upper left-hand corner. Um, and uh, one of them, uh, and each one of those can be assigned to your devices. So I have one for my, assigned to my iPad, one to my phone, and actually one to my wife's 
uh, iPad, and uh, we hand the keyboard back and forth if we're going to use it. So, yeah. you know, you just pick it up, push button three, and start tapping. Yeah. Um, and so I really like that little keyboard. And uh, so if I need to uh, go out and about, um, I bring the iPad and the keyboard. Um, uh, but, you know, that isn't very often. If I, if I know, for instance, I've got to go to the uh, car dealership and it's gonna, they're going to do a, a two-hour service on the car, I'll take that with me. And was, yeah. I could sit there and and, and write while while uh, while we're while we're waiting, but uh, but normally no, I don't use a keyboard uh, an attached keyboard. Now, as far as photo editing apps, because we just talked about you know the camera and, and stuff, what are, what are some of your favorite photo editing apps? Because you're a photographer and you have your own website, um, AZ Kurt. Am I correct? Correct. Dot com. Um, Dot com. I, <laughs> I cut my teeth on Snapseed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still use it every, every it, it's sort of the, the go-to, it is. uh, the go-to app. I love it. Um, however, I do the, the built-in editing tools that are in the camera app are really quite good. Um, and if you just want to do a, you know, a, a, a quick retouch of something before you send it to somebody, boy, it, it really can do good stuff. Um, it's not just. Um, you know, cropping and exposure. I mean, it's got you know, you can fiddle with the shadows and the highlights and the, the the whole the whole thing. Right, you know, with the app that's built into the camera. Yeah, already. they've, so they've it, done a good, good job with that. Yes, I have. Yeah, and then I do use Photoshop um, Express. Um, it's good. Um, it uh, uh, they a typical Adobe thing. You know, you there are certain things that you can't do unless you um, uh, are a, 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 an account holder with them. I know. And all this sort of stuff. <laughs> But, uh, but it's still uh, very good. And I, it, the one thing that, that I like is being able to do blemish removal and stuff. And you really can't do those in some of these other apps. But, but Photoshop Express uh, will. So it's, uh, it, I do use it for that. Snapseed came out with a heel. Um, and you, you can do that. I missed it. And for, I was fooling around with it one day. And I went, oh, didn't see this. So, yeah, yeah but, that was good that they offered that. But you know the only thing with Adobe... Um, which kind of irritates me is you have to download so many apps to do different things, you know? Oh, I know. And I didn't think that photo, when Photoshop Express first came out by Adobe for the iPad, for the iOS, um, it, it was low res. I think it was 600 by 600 pixels. It was terrible. Mm -hmm. They increased that, but you know, at least they gave you a lot of options because I was saying that, you know, when I do the graphic for three Greeky ladies, my, criteria is i do it all on the ipad i am not going upstairs to do it on the <laughs> mac it's going to be done right there with the text apps i have 500 something apps that's going to be able to do it and i i love photoshop express because i could put 500 by 500 pixels in there you know throw my image in there put a border around it you know you know put sure. text through everything and then they're not doing it anymore. They they decided to make that abandonware. They're abandoning that app, which I thought, really, Adobe, come on. It's the closest thing to Photoshop that we have. But instead, they have showed Photoshop Mix, Photoshop, you know, um, oh, gosh, Color Capture, and they have Photoshop Fix. And, yeah, no you know, it's just yeah. like, why do I need 20 apps when you could just combine all these? You know, maybe I would be more apt to get a subscription. Maybe not. I really hate the subscription you know, uh, criteria for that, the creative cloud. But I just wish they would come out with an app that, you know, pretty much is a potpourri of everything that, you, that photo, you know, the Photoshop uh, iOS app that they had. This is just ridiculous that I have to download, you know, 20 apps to do I know. one thing. I know. You know, they have so many apps, Kurt, that are just like one-trick ponies, you know, and that to me is right. just 
silly. I, I guess they're putting people right. to work. Okay, you do, you know, okay, you develop and you work on this. But I really think it's just, uh, it's very haphazard, you know, haphazardry. I just prefer simplicity. And I don't know why Adobe's doing that. I just think that's, they're losing a lot of people for that. You know, software is as a service mm-hmm. uh, is seems to be, um, you know, there, there are loads of of software these days, which you can't, you know, actually buy the software. You have to rent it yes. and uh, pay somebody every month. And, and, uh, uh, there's been a lot of pushback. Um, was it text expander tried that, but a couple weeks ago and, and, uh, they finally had to back off and say, no, no, no. Okay. Okay. Well, you, you can do it as a subscription or you can also buy the, buy the app because it was just such a huge pushback yeah. uh, from the from the consumers but but uh, Adobe was one of the first ones that did went this route mm-hmm. and uh, they're still sticking with it yeah. um and as a result I use Photoshop Elements um and uh, I just renew it uh each uh, year whenever when they they come along with a thing but I just I just I just can't swallow I agree I agree cuz you know if you're in a business if you're in a uh, say like a creative director like you know you were and stuff I mean I could understand that if you have a corporation you've got a bunch of creatives oh, yeah. I get that that's I don't have an issue with that however for the general user you know that is not part of a, a corporation or the the small business owner or the artist that's on their own or freelancer and no right. And Autodesk did the same thing. Autodesk, I think they own Graphic and Sketchbook. I know they, and they started with a subscription too. And they do, they basically put like a regulator on how much you can use that app. Well, if you get a subscription, this opens up, but you know, otherwise, you know, we're going to constrict on, uh, uh, constrain how much you can use on this app, which is irritating. It really is irritating. If I pay six, get, just make me pay six or seven dollars for the app. I'll be glad to do it. But I want to be able to have everything, and I want it to be high resolution as well. I don't want you to, right. you know, make a low res app, you know, and I then I have to pay for high res. It's getting irritating. I wish Apple would kind of address this in the App Store a bit. I don't know why they don't, but it would be nice for Apple to come out um, and say something. Because you know, another thing, Kurt, I'm really getting tired of anything you want to purchase is an in-app purchase. Just right. just charge what you want for the app. You know, just charge right. what you want for it. Um, Right. But that's that's, right. that's one of my pet peeves. I, I, I crab about that a lot through Kiki <laughs> So do you see, what would you, if, if Apple says tomorrow, Kurt Blanchard, what do you want to see in the next iPad Pro? Is there anything that you would like to see that they haven't addressed in the iPad Pro? Or are you pretty happy with this version? Well, we're... I, I don't know where, where Apple is gonna, going. We're, we're going... We're, the... the Macification of iOS and the iOSification of the Mac and so on keep getting closer and closer. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I would love to be able to figure out a way to uh, have folders and put files in folders and so on and so forth on the iPad, but I don't think that's, mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> or at least they're not going to happen for a while. Um, but uh, I don't actually see uh, Apple um, putting the regular Mac OS on the No, on the I don't either. Uh, the way Microsoft has with the Surface. I mean, I you know, it's it, it gets it gets really clunky when when you have some specific things that you want to do and all of a sudden you've got a whole operating system uh, there on your screen also. Uh, and I can understand Apple's uh, efforts to keep things clean and, and uh, simple. So 
Yeah. So I don't know. We, we, who knows what's going to happen in the future? The only thing I'd really like to see right now is is uh, Mac Fun uh, to uh, get HDR Pro. Uh, HDR Pro app <laughs> for the iPad. I'd love that, but but uh, otherwise, no. I'm pretty I'm pretty happy the way things are yeah. the way things are going. I I do have people that that have surfaces and they sort of look askance at you say, oh, why would you guys? You know, we've got we've got the whole operating system here. Well, good for you. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't. I'm not interested. Do you know I can do? I have been working on an iPad since the the second gen, and there is I, I write reviews on it. I do everything. Um, I matter of fact, I did a whole slideshow for my, and I'm not going to tell you what year uh, reunion it was for my high school. I did everything on my iPad. People were, are you kidding me? I put it into Keynote. I did everything, all the images. I, ju- I just love my iPad. I never use a, a MacBook or a laptop anymore. I use basically, you know, the, the Mac. I still have to have the Mac and then my phone and my iPad. And I just love the iPad Pro. But Kurt, I just have to tell you, I just love those two words, Macification and OSification. I wrote those down. I said, I have to read oh, That's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Kurt, for being with uh, me today. I really enjoyed speaking with you, and I totally agree with absolutely everything you said as far as the pencil <laughs> and um, the, the the Baby Pro. It's it it's just wonderful. It's the best device. It's the best device I've ever worked on, and yep. the pencil is same here. Yeah, the pencil is certainly the best stylus to come down the pike. So. The mass pike, Kurt. The mass pike. That's it. <laughs> and for people, uh, Kurt was born not far from where I was born in Massachusetts. So we are native Bay Staters. So that's that's nice, too. We have actually a lot in common I, I didn't know about. Well, thanks, Kurt. And um, You're very welcome. We, um, we will uh, talk to you later. And, you know, All if right. any more updates come about the uh, Baby Pro, I'm sure Elisa and... Um, Vicky will want me to speak with you, and who knows? Maybe you could become a geeky lady too. One of our honorary <laughs> geeky ladies. Honorary geek lady. <laughs> Thank you, Kurt. Uh, all right, you're very welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, Dorothy Yamamoto. I'm speaking with Dorothy today. She is a longtime listener of Three Geeky Ladies and an artist. And you own the larger iPad Pro, am I correct? Yes, hi, Suzanne. Thanks for having me on. And uh, uh, Thrilled to have you on. Thrilled to have you on. Yeah, uh, yeah I got the um, the big iPad Pro when it first came out and uh, and waited patiently for the pencil, too. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, see, I was so let down because when they said, oh, the Apple Pencil, I had been waiting for that from the first iPad I ever purchased, which was the second generation. That was the first yeah. iPad I ever purchased. So um, now, how now? What do you find as far as the uh, larger iPad when you're drawing on it? Are you are you always using the pencil? Do you ever use your you know your finger or an other stylus, or it's pretty much the pencil? Boy, speaking of other styluses, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, relegated to my little uh, pen. Uh, I have like a pen pen pouch or whatever and I used to stick all my styluses in there and they I haven't touched them since <laughs> no it's amazing isn't it is this is to me it's like the perfect accessory for an artist is to have this pencil you know I've been waiting because you know you heard rumors about quote maybe a pencil being um, offered by Apple and at that time I 
was using the the Wacom Creative Intuos or whatever they called it then you know, the soft tipped uh, stylus. Yep. And then they had, they had come out with the hard tip one, and I got so excited because that's something what I I really wanted uh, something that would sort of emulate uh, what it, the Wacom um, Cintiq stylus. Uh, what do you call the? Um, uh, well, you know what I mean. Intuos. Uh, Pens, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's the, yeah, it's the pressure sensitive, yeah, and it's right. got the, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All these names. Uh, I know. So I tried, you know, I bought it, and I tried. It was, you know, I think $79. Uh, but They aren't cheap. Yeah, they weren't cheap, and boy, it just did not work, and it, it didn't work with Procreate, which is the app that I always use, and Procreate was just having a difficult time, I think, trying to... Um, uh, incorporate that uh that hard tip uh, version and they just finally gave up they just said it was just just not working and there were just there was just a lot of bad uh uh i guess feedback on it so i i just returned it and got my full refund on it so uh and then voila the pencil came <laughs> and yeah. that that was that was a game changer for me frankly along with the ipad pro now, with the with the larger screen, because you know, I know that um, some people really like that much real estate to draw with. But I think I'm almost intimidated because it's almost too much space. That's why I really like the the Baby Pro. What do you, What do you think? Do you, you don't mind the 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 larger screen to do your drawings and paintings? Yeah, I've always wanted the larger screen. Just I think <laughs> it's just the way I work. You know, I work more with the arm. You know, because you yeah. know, I do life drawing. And so you're working at an easel, and uh, so my motion was kind of important. And you can do that now. Um, although, you know, I do sketching, and that doesn't take that much real estate. But I, I just like a bigger canvas. Um, well, another question is that, you know, I know you take some life drawing classes. Do you see people bringing in the iPad Pro and the pencil to draw with in class? You know what? So that- uh, just a couple of days ago, I was at my life drawing uh, class, and this woman came up and plopped on on one of these uh, horses, and she yep. brought out her the smaller iPad Pro and her uh, nice. Apple Pencil. Nice, That's great. Oh yeah, I've seen I've seen them in <laughs> classes, but she was so excited about because she just got it, and uh, she was doing a good job um, sketching, and you know all the other people in, in my cl- uh, class came around and. They say, oh, what's that? What's that? You know, they're really, <laughs> really uh, interested in it. So, um, yeah, I'm glad it made its appearance. Uh, I tried doing that one time in, in uh, one of my drawing classes. with, But this is with the iPad Pro. It was with, like, my old iPad 3 and um, and that uh, the, the Wacom stylus. And it wasn't a really good experience because I just wasn't able to draw as fast as I'd like to. But I think now I agree with you, Dorothy, because, you know, the problem is there's always been um, restrictions, you know, even though they're pressure sensitive styli, you know, and even the pencil by 53, which I spoke about in my intro to this uh, to this episode, the segment, um, the, the tips were out all the time and there's still a little lag. I, do you notice any lag with the pencil? See, I don't. I no, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, none. it's truly like none. putting a like a piece of charcoal or a pencil or a pen to paper. And I think that, you know, when you think about art materials and you think, you know, portability, you know, even with the larger iPad, I, to me, I don't think it would be 
I've seen people work on the larger iPads in um, the airport. But just to be able to have your oil paints, to have your charcoals, to have your watercolors, everything on this digital device, I think we're, I think we're, it's the nascent of some really fabulous digital art that's going to be coming along, you know, with, with people getting more and more familiar with, for instance, you know, the iPad Pro and Procreate with a pencil. Because I like detail, and that's what mm. I'm really thrilled about the pencil. Yeah. You know, that, that, uh, I might take my my iPad Pro next time. <laughs> just to I try think it you out. should. And just because uh, <laughs> it's heavy. I mean, we you can, we have easels if you want it. So I might just prop you know, put that on my easel. Oh, I think it'd it be, wouldn't that be funny if it became an iPad Pro drawing class? <laughs> <laughs> well, there are. Yeah, there are online yeah, I, iPad uh, iPad art classes. Uh, but uh, you know, it's it's just a tool. You know, quote, it's, exactly. it's like canvas and That's right. uh, brush yep. or pencil. So, uh, um, but yeah, I, I think we'll be seeing it more often. I'm kind of excited because, you know, like you, like you were saying, you know, there was always limitations, even with the iPad Air 2 and getting the drawings the way I wanted to. But I love the fact that the pencil is so intuitive. But, you know, I go to France just about every year. And I have to bring oil paints. You know, I bring a lot of plein air stuff because I paint when I'm over there. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, it might be kind of nice if, yeah, I would probably still bring my watercolors. But I'm thinking instead of bringing my oil paints to actually do plein air sketches on my iPad. This is the first time I've ever even considered it. Have you you seen the people doing digital painting uh, when you're out? Not in France. Not 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 in France. Yeah, Uh, they take photographs. Oh, iPadography is hysterical. I see everybody (laughs) taking you know pictures of their iPad, and I have to say, I thought I will never ever do that. But I because the Baby Pro has the twelve megapixel camera, like the six S and the six S Plus. I said, you know what? I'm just going to check it out. I, I have some irises that were in bloom alongside my house, so I went out. And it's like using a large format camera, Dorothy. Yeah. You know, yeah, I thought, wow, this is this is awesome. Why not? But yeah. I thought this is really interesting because, you know, with a large format or even a medium format, of course, you're looking through that viewfinder and you're seeing a much larger image mm-hmm. that, you know, you can immediately see where you need exposure or, you know, post-editing. You know, I'm thinking, oh, post-editing, I might want to lighten up that. And the iPad allows that too. So, you know, I have to say I'm not a convert yet, but I may get oh, there. You know, I don't see a problem with people using whatever they have in the session to take pictures. I don't it's either, just, actually. Uh, you know, it's a problem if it sort of interferes with other people seeing other parts of the image yes. that you're seeing. That I yes. don't, that I don't I, appreciate. I, but, uh, you know, on your own, you know, go with it. I totally agree with you. Now, you mentioned Procreate. So, and I love Procreate. I think Savage Interactive, did they just keep making this app better and better and better? Oh, yeah. Um, I know you have a lot more layers than I do on the iPad, the, the Baby Pro, because you have four gig in the larger iPad, and I only mm-hmm. have two gig. And you know, I think I don't, what, I don't use a lot of layering. <clears throat> very, you very don't? rarely. Yeah. I mean, for what I use, I'm just primarily drawing and sketching, so it's just it's sort of, I'm sort of emulating the traditional experience uh, you yeah. know, of drawing. So it, um, I think some digital artists that uh, really go into like concept art drawing and they really need layering to to handle the backgrounds and different figures. Uh, but I, you know, I'm not that type of type of artist. But do you use a lot of layers? 
I probably use up to maybe six layers uh-huh. because sometimes when I start a drawing, um, I'll start the drawing. And if I want to add color, I'll put the color on layers. So if I don't like it, I can you oh, know, yeah. throw it uh-huh. away. So I don't have to ruin and start over the whole drawing. So the pencil drawing, I put on a layer. Then when I go back over with a pen or a brush, you know, type of thing, outline type thing, then I'll put that on a layer and all the colors go in layer. And then once I'm happy with it, I, mer- I compress the layers, I merge the layers right. together. Yeah, they're so, good. the layers are great for uh, experimenting with different uh, they are. backgrounds or, or objects. And then, you know, like you said, just merge it down. But, yeah, uh, but like you, I don't I don't use an extraordinary amount of layers. I'm not like a storyboard artist or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, probably you know they have a different layer for every segment of the drawing. Oh I, yeah, I don't some do people like just that. really are just except, <laughs> are so <laughs> exceptional at that. I, I just they are. Of mine, you know. but, now, uh, so aside from Procreate, because I know you you and I both love Procreate, what other apps do you find you use on your larger iPad Pro? Well. I, it, just since we're on the subject of the, of the art apps, and I, you know, I, ha- I have to admit I haven't used it uh, in a while, but I think it's a great program to look at, and I think it's reasonably priced. Is art? Do you have you have Art Studio? Yes, and I hope they don't abandon it. Oh my I'm god! I not... took a look at it. Again I love time. it. Um, you know, this guy, uh, I forget the name of the developer, but he came out at the same time as when brushes came out, when, yep. when iOS was launched, uh, for, um, uh, apps, brushes was a big, was a big rage. Remember? But I also, remember that. But also Art Studio came out at the same time. And I, I kind of glommed onto that because it, I just felt like it gave me a little bit more, um, flexibility. Oh, but, it's uh, wonderful. It's it's kind of like a Swiss Army knife. I mean, you can it is. you could do photo editing. I mean, it's got curves. <laughs> uh, no, um, and you can also resize your image. I oh, you know, I know what charts. I know what our studio. You're talking about Lucky Lucky Clans, Lucky, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I've seen that one. I there's another one called Art Studio, um, that is. The one that I was thinking of, I'm sorry, that has like charcoals and it has, you know, um, tortillons where you can, you know, smudge or that one is by a French guy and it's Art Studio Pro, I believe. And I I like that one, but I do have Lucky Clans as well. Well, Take a look at it because it's uh, not only just for drawing, but uh, because I would rather use Procreate, but uh, a lot of uh, good image uh, image, uh, correction, exporting in different sizes, uh, you know, cropping to a certain dimension, uh, resizing, um, uh, you know, resolutions, etc. And he has different brushes. I think some of the Eminat purchases are like, like Photoshop brushes, you know, the watercolor brushes, oil brushes that you can purchase extra, which I I think it's, I think the in-app purchase is very reasonable. I I purchased them, I think. Oh, and then another app, uh, is uh I don't know if you've uh, seen the uh, the Zen brushes. Yes, the Zen brush. I use the first. I use the first one. I haven't. I haven't upgraded to the second oh, one. Oh, uh, the Zen you... brush two is uh, uh, optimized for the Apple Pencil. Oh, then I have to get. That yeah, one. <laughs> it's just fun. It's really a a very like it's you know it it's just uh, like sumi brush painting. It's black mm. black ink. Or red ink. 
And uh, what I really like about it is you get the different washi papers in the background. Yes, uh, I know. love the papers. Yeah. I love those papers. Yes. So, uh, yeah, experiment with it. It's really, really a lot of fun. I de- I'll have to upgrade for that. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have, uh, do you ever use any of the vector type of um, apps, say for like you know concepts? And I think Kurt Blanchard um, used concepts, but um, any of the Adobe like. A, a, a Adobe uh, Draw. I had to think yeah, for a second. No, or I, 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 I design. Just check. Um, I don't. I don't do vector work on there, but I do have a vector program. Let me just check. Uh, called. Oh, uh, which one is it? It's not Adobe. There's another Draw program. Yeah, there's. I think there's Gra- iDraw. It's called Graphic. Oh, Graphic. Yeah. Yes, that one is a vector. I think that was. Yep. A, um, I have that one, but. Uh, no, I, if I have to do vector, I do it on my desktop with my yeah. old Adobe Illustrator. But well, see, I really loved Adobe um, Ideas, which is a vector app. They've they've kind of merged that into Adobe Draw. But I have to tell you, it is just beautiful. You know, it's just clean lines and more outlining, more you know, of course, uh, kind of a, an illustrative type effect, but. For me, that's 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 very attractive well, I, to you at times. I, I downloaded it, but I haven't really <laughs> used it. <laughs> Let me ask you quickly: uh, with Adobe Draw, can you uh, take uh, type and outline it? Oh, good question. Uh, I don't not. recall that. I know because I usually curious. use. You know, I have a bunch of different um, type apps because I do the graphic every every week for Three Geeky Ladies. And I, my parameters, as I always do the graphic on my iPad, I have never used my Mac to do the graphic. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're, we're the reverse. <laughs> yeah. So I, I usually have, there's so many type um, apps out there, you know, Typerama and um, Poster and oh, just so many. Oh, and I no. just have to... I have to figure out or over, over is another one. The only thing that um, I have to be concerned about is that it, it isn't low res, you know, because then if Elisa, um, when she uploads the graphic for the three geeky ladies, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want it all pixelated. So, but most of them are pretty good. A lot of them are high res. You could take it now, into art studio. and <laughs> Yeah, I could. Now I will. That's a great idea, actually. Oh, just quickly, uh, speaking of resizing you know, this issue, um, and it goes more into photography, do you use or have you used a photo gene? I used it. A, while, a long time ago. Yeah, it's, I find it's an old that app. But, uh, it's an old app. The one that I use for a lot of different special effects is iColorama. The developer, I think her name's Teresa, she is always updating that app for the oh, phone and the iPad. That's good. And S- Snapseed is my absolutely number one. I, l- I adore that app. Yeah. Uh, Pixelmator, I use, I've been using more because it, they've, they've enhanced it um, quite a bit. So, But Snapseed is just a given. Yeah, the, the first that. thing I do. I use that yeah. too. But just for fo- getting back to Photogene, it's just that sometimes you just need to downsize an image to, if you want to do tweet an image, you don't want to use your your uh, iPad Pro resolution uh, to post no, an image. No. Uh, so I've always found that handy. Uh, just, just, to a, do, just to do resizing. Idea. I mean, uh, yeah. the Apple apps don't do it for you. So No, 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 yeah. they don't. 
And sometimes you want a, a pixelmator does that too, Dorothy, because oh, you does. can actually, oh. yeah, you can put in exactly the pixels that you want. So if you want 500 pixels by 500 pixels, it does allow oh, you to downsize or upsize. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, now uh, you do, you do a lot of figurative work mm-hmm. and, and you said that you did it on the iPad pro. What apps do you use? Do you use apps for your figurative work? Well, you know, uh, I've got the, um, there are a couple of um, figure model program. Is that what you mean? The figure model? Yeah. 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 There's one called, I think I sent you the link. Um, let me get it. Well, there's one by Proco.com called Skelly. And that's a posable uh, anatomy model. That looks very interesting. Oh, it's great. Because uh, I, I do a premium s- subscription with um, uh, the developer, um, uh, what's his name, Stan, Stan Pro- Prokopenko. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. a mouthful. <laughs> he's a great artist. He's, he's terrific. And uh, so he's got a, uh, an art anatomy um, a s- subscription that you can uh, get his videos, which are terrific. And uh, he's developed this uh, app called Skelly. And it's, you know, you can just bend the model to uh, whatever pose you want. And you could save the model. Um, if you've gone through a lot of trouble of uh, developing a model, uh, pose you want, you could save that as a preset. And, That's great. Uh, yeah, it's just because you really need to, you can't, sometimes you just can't see the musculature or the skeleton. No. Well, it doesn't do muscles, but the the skeletal um, uh, dimensions uh, in a, say, a a photograph of a model or someone. So you have to kind of, it just helps the artist uh, see where the the landmarks are for uh, uh, your figure drawing. But you should take a look at it. It's, it's not, I will definitely take a look at it because uh, I have the art pose. I know you have the female edition, and I have uh, quite a few of the art. I also have Cast, you know, the Cast um, apps. No, they they are basically like um, they're based on plaster cast models, you know, if you're doing type of academic drawing. Ooh, but those are really nice just like to, to get light yeah. and yeah, light and value. Um, they have like. Uh, some old like Greek type of um, cast models. And those are just really nice to get proportions and, you know, uh, to be thinking about um, modeling and how light is hitting, you know, the cast. So that's that's really kind of a, I'd like to see that. I definitely will. So you use, because you have the larger iPad, you have down, you use an iPad pillow. So you have a little, <laughs> you have a little pillow for yes, your iPad. Yes, it's a little. It, it's not a beanbag. It's not scrunchy, but it's it's soft. And uh, you know, I know you. You're like me. You probably have your iPad with you when you're watching TV <laughs> or Always. better reading. Always. And um, since it's a little bit, uh, you know, I could manage with the my old iPad three, you know, uh, on my lap. But uh, the iPad. The big iPad Pro was a little bit much, so um, I got yeah. the pillow. <laughs> and it's it's not only great for the um, for this device, but for heavy books. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's just great. You know, um, I've gotten some large uh, art books lately, and uh, it's just perfect for that. So, see, I I noticed you also have an iPad Pro stand, but I don't. I have one of those really um, like those plastic stands because sometimes when I'm painting, uh, when I'm oil painting, mm-hmm. not on the iPad, I'll put up the like a reference photo oh, yeah. that you mm-hmm. know. 
and that's what I use. But um, I'm thinking that yours is, you know, it's it's quite similar. Um, yeah, it, it, it's got the it sort of emulates the the. Um, and yours I'm is at, nicer than mine, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit pricey because it, you know, it's kind of heavy. Which I yeah. want, I wanted a heavy stand. I mean, a heavy um, bottom, and it seems pretty sturdy. Uh, I, I really love it. It just uh, and it. It looks beautiful because it's it's just like the stand on a, on an iMac practically. You know, yeah, that kind of that's what, al- yeah, brushed I, aluminum. Mm. Yes, yeah, the aluminum. <laughs> but yeah, uh, really nice. I'm glad I got it because it. Uh, otherwise, I, I don't know how I would like to use it with uh, my desktop computer. I like to have something on the side, and like what you're doing. Uh, if you're using it, looking at reference images while you're doing your other art making, it's good to have that stand. Oh yeah, yeah, I think sure. so. And I noticed that you had a miscellaneous. Um, you had sent me an email, and I have something funny to tell you about this. I have been following Julian Morrow Smith <gasps> ever since he came out with this postcard from Provence. Oh my gosh! And, that, well, and I'm not I have surprised. <laughs> I have to tell you is. Last year, we were staying six weeks in Provence, and I emailed him, and I said, Julian, I know, I, we got there right when he finished a workshop, and he was taking like a month off, and he was going to teach another workshop, and I asked him if there was any way that I could uh, come in for, you know, like a couple days, and but he was just so tired. He said, I'm so sorry because, you know, I, I had sent him an email, but um, his wife, um, Ruth, she is a beautiful musician and she actually does concerts. She was doing a, a, a concert with a couple of the women in, at this beautiful vineyard in, in Provence. So, I mean, he when we went to a, a gallery, I said something to the owner about, you know, Julian Morris Smith. She said, if only we could get his work. They can't get his work. He won't sell his work to galleries because she said, I, I would love to get his work in here, but he sells it so fast on his auctions, you know? Oh, yeah. People, you should explain to people <laughs> what we're talking about. Uh, oh, yes. I'm sorry. I, you I know, know, I'm just, uh, I, know you I, I forget. Oh, if there's listeners post- out there, really? <laughs> it's a website called Postcard from Provence. Yes, Postcards from Provence. Shiftinglight.com. Right. And Julian, did I don't know if you ever read his his wife. His wife has a book called um, uh, uh, Cherry Cherries cherries in the orchard or something like that and that kind of gives a little background about his history but when he he was foundering as a painter he moved to Provence he had a of course very simple lifestyle and he just couldn't you know sell his work and then Dwayne Kaiser I don't know if you remember the whole beginnings Dorothy of the whole uh the uh daily painting you know I have to read up daily paintworks Dwayne Kaiser was really having a hard time too. So he started, you know, putting these, um, these small paintings up, you know, he still did large paintings and it was just a painting a day. He did a painting a day and he put it out there and then, you know, first they sold for like 50 bucks and then, you know, um, he would put it up on these auctions and Julian saw that and he said, I wonder if I could do that. And the rest is history. He's, if if people, his yeah, work is really beautiful look at his paintings they're just beautiful i <laughs> he has a very distinctive palette and he has a very distinctive t- style right and wouldn't you say yeah but he he, he makes something beautiful of just an ordinary object a that's what i love object, about his work exactly yeah i, yeah. I like his use of uh panel 
uh, yes. that paint, you could just see that paint right on top, which is, you know, like a la prima, just really yeah. beautiful textured stuff. Well, I'm going to try to take a workshop with him this year. Oh, you um, should. God. Yeah, we're going out to, we'll be in France this fall. And I looked at some of his fall classes, and I'm hoping that he's going to be offering one. But um, I don't, I mean, I don't need to stay there. I just want to go in and take the class. Mm -hmm. But I would love to emulate that luscious paint style in on the iPad. And see, Procreate doesn't really give you that, like you were saying, the a la prima. But Art Rage does. Art Rage really has those a la prima brushes. Have you used Art Rage at all? I have used Art Rage. I kind of have a love-hate relationship with it. I know. I do, too. I do, too. I mean, it was really, it was just terrible on the the old iPads. And then when uh, the iPad Pro came on, uh, it it just snapped up really well. Although uh, there were, when it, um, there were some crashes at the beginning. But I think it's a little bit more stable now. But, yeah, Yeah. you get that... uh, I think it's the best program so far for sort of emulating um, that lushy, oily, painty type stuff that we oh, like. But it's not beautiful. quite there yet. <laughs> uh, not quite, but it's getting there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, what? How would you? Um, before we sign off, how would you? Is there any improvements? Is there any cons or or disappointments in the iPad Pro that you have that you would like to see change in maybe a another version of an iPad Pro? Oh. Not so much as a complaint, but I think it, it'll be for in future iterations, it'll get lighter, you know, just in terms of, of its physical weight. But um, I can't complain about <laughs> the size. <laughs> no. Uh, I, yeah, I, I really can't think of anything that I, I really feel, you know, I'm really annoyed with. Um, can we talk about the pencil? <laughs> yes, we can. Of course we can. Um I know it's been, uh, people are sort of complaining about how the, t- uh, you know, just these little noodly things with it, you know, the, uh, the cap, uh, you know, you can lose yep, it. Yep, that's what I, I, and, I, I went through that. It's funny in the uh, intro to this segment. I said, the problem is, is that, you know, it can roll off. I made a little leather case, Dorothy, for mine, because I'm petrified of losing a, oh, a, a yeah. $100, you know. Well, I I'm, think that's I'm still really keeping it in the original uh, uh Packaging. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, it's got a little slide out. It's like a little, <laughs> like a little drawer. So I just keep everything in there. But I'm just, I'm just t- terrified that I'm going to lose something or break I off know, the tip. No, because it's, it's the cap. It's the cap. The the tips, at least you are replaceable. There's yeah, four for right. yeah. But um, it's the cap plus it is um, that little gizmo. You know, the adapter oh. that to to charge. I know. I mean, that could be very easily lost. Yeah. Both of them. My only suggestion would be, and I would like to see it, and maybe even a third party person. Uh, Companies already come up with it, but you know the little cylindrical stands for the um, Intuos for the desktop yes. version. Yes, just a little, yes. just a little cup like that, and you could maybe stick um, the end of the uh, pencil into it to charge. I and think that'd be a great idea. Uh, that actually. would be That's perfect. A- you know, I Dorothy, would... I need you to patent that idea and get it to a third party. And, <laughs> oh, and you heard it here first on Three Geeky Ladies. Wackham's probably patented to death. So. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, Dorothy, it's been wonderful talking oh, to you about art apps and the iPad Pro. I'm really thrilled that um, you're making art on the iPad Pro. I just think it's just, a, I, I think if you are an artist or a creative, this is just 
the perfect combination is the pencil and the iPad Pro to create art on, no matter it, if you get the larger or the It small. was a home yeah. run, definitely. It was a home yeah. run for Apple, absolutely. Well, well thanks, Dorothy. You. you too. Thank you so much. Okay. And uh, off to our next interview. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Uncle Roger. How are you? I'm here right now uh, speaking with my uncle, Roger White, uh, from Connecticut, uh, my uncle is a longtime educator in the Connecticut schools, and like me, he buys an awful lot of Apple products, not stock, but definitely Apple products. And we have this healthy competition <laughs> going where uh, when he buys something uh, Apple or I buy something Apple related, we usually share that. And the next thing you know, the other person is going out and we're buying uh, just what they bought. So I spoke to you, Uncle Roger, what, a couple weeks ago when I purchased my new iPad Pro, the Baby Pro. That's what we're kind of calling the 9.7-inch Pro to, di to distinguish between the larger iPad Pro. And I was raving about the Apple Pencil. And the next thing I know, I received an email from you. And you said you bought the larger iPad Pro with the pencil and with the smart keyboard. That is correct. So, good morning, Suze. Good morning. And how... How um, are you liking it? Oh, How I just love it. It um, it has first of all the size is just tremendous compared to the iPad. And actually, this is my fifth Apple. I started with a 4S phone, uh, then went to um, I now have a 6S. I have an iPad, and I have the iPad Pro. And my wife, who is the most untechnical person that I know uh, who still had a flip phone finally uh, was convinced to um, purchase a, a new Apple. In fact, we're going to be going to AT&T this afternoon and get it set up for her. All, all, I've downloaded all the apps for, on her phone from iTunes, so she, she's all good to go. But, yeah, I, as I said, I, I love the new, the, the, the clarity, the... Um, the, the largeness, the four-speaker system is tremendous. Mm -hmm. The I have not experimented that much with the pencil. I purchased the pencil. I just did a little quick drawing. But I've been very busy this spring with um, working on the yard and working on a, on a boat that I prepped for the, for the summer. So I haven't had time to play with the pencil. But I do plan on bringing – that's one of the reasons I wanted the iPad Pro. I'll be able to take it to my boat and at, at dock, we have a Wi-Fi on the dock, so I'm going to be able to use it there. Now, that being said, well, for one thing, I'm really glad you're finally getting my aunt into, um, you know, Apple products and the phone. She definitely should have a smartphone. It'll be great to FaceTime her instead of just having to call her on her flip phone. But getting back to the larger iPad Pro, now, I... That did not attract me only because of the larger size. I know it's it's not all that heavy, but from what I've read um, with people that have purchased it, especially a lot of creatives, they absolutely love the larger screen space, the larger um, work area. However, as to use it like in bed to read, it's not like the Baby Pro or the other, like my iPad Air 2. I, I own the iPad Air 2 which was extremely light, extremely comfortable. So how do you plan on using this iPad as far as a casual use and as in your educational, um, you know, work-related uh, well, use? Well, it's, you know, it's interesting because you're talking about weight. 
The iPad, I have it in a Kensington uh, keyboard setup with a cover, and it, you know, it only allows one position, in the, um, but it does have a swivel, so I can swivel it from horizontal to vertical. But mm -hmm. that setup is actually heavier than what I have with the iPad Pro. Unfortunately, along with the purchase, I purchased the Apple Smart Keyboard, um, which attaches to the back, and I, I use that. Um, that only gives you one setting. <clears throat> one, it's a forms a pyramid in the back when you fold it, and you can. Mm -hmm. only, and that 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 particular height, I did not find um, as used. It, it wasn't as clear. I had you couldn't move it back and forth, so you had to move your head back and forth. It was just one stable position. So I instead I purchased a non Apple product. It's called the Zag Z A G G. It has yep. a keyboard, um, which was is much, as far as I'm concerned, more functional than the keyboard, the smart keyboard. The smart keyboard, the keys are very close together. Um, it's sort of the rubbery, and I, I I found it difficult with my fat fingers to type with it. Uh, as, <laughs> did you return it? Yes, did you I re did you I did return yeah. the product? Yeah. And I then went over and looked at. I actually did not do any research. I. I bought it at a Best Buy, and um, because I returned the smartboard and I had the, the rein, rein, was reimbursed, I decided to buy the Zag. And what's nice about the Zag is that you can move it. There's a slot that the iPad fits into, and you can move it the angle uh, in all directions. You can also invert it to the vertical uh, in the same slot, <laughs> and I found that much more practical. Than uh, and and efficient uh, over the the smart keyboard. That the only negative I have had about the the product so far. The now, what about in uh, working? Now, how would you take your iPad Pro with the pencil to or the keyboard to go to work? And would that be something viable that you would do? Yes, you yes. bring it into work. Um, I uh, you know this is my fiftieth year working for the Norwalk Public Schools in <laughs> Connecticut, so uh, I'm ancient. <laughs> and uh, I am retired from being it. However, I am frequently, I have been frequently called to return as a substitute administrator. And I would definitely uh, bring my, my ad, the iPad Pro. I also am involved in the adult education program. And there are some meetings. In fact, I have one slated for May 7th coming up next, uh, shortly. And I definitely am planning to bring my, the, the iPad Pro. And the pencil, right? It, is that what you're planning yes, on doing? Is taking it, 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 using it as like a a legal pad, note taking exactly. Uh, this a is device. going to be something mm -hmm. new, an experimental to see if it works. Because I I won't even, I can actually take it out of the, the Zag case. Although my handwriting is not the best, I may type. <laughs> well, you know, I have to tell you is that I know when I purchased my iPad Air two, what attracted me was the lightness. It was the storage space. I purchased a 128 gig. I did get the 256 gig iPad I, Pro. I have, I have yeah. done that as well. I've all all of my uh, products have been 128. Yeah, um, but the I found that the uh, the uh, cases were actually sometimes added uh, bulk or weight to the iPad Air 2. As far as the iPad Pro. I bought the rose gold and because I 
I have the rose gold phone. I can't even believe everyone knows I hate pink, but it's not pink. It really is not pink. It's more of a coppery, <laughs> a coppery color. But I purchased a uh, a rubber skin. You know, it's just a it's a rubber case. It does not do anything with the front. That get, it, because it's very slippery. I don't know if you found the iPad Pro is a little slippery. And you know, it's a very expensive device, so you have to have something. But I did buy a third party smart cover case. And it is rose gold as well. So I like it. And, you know, I know for me, I would not use the smart keyboard. Uh, I've had Bluetooth keyboards in the past, but I don't do a lot of typing. And I feel very comfortable typing on the glass. But I have to tell you, I know exactly what you're saying about you have to have it adjustable, especially if you want to watch movies or you're on a plane or you're traveling. It's nice to have more than just one a position to be able to put your iPad, especially the larger iPad Pro, because I would think that would be a lot more bulky, especially on a plane. Yeah, the this this is would be exceptional. The, the if you're going to be streaming a movie, the, the screen is just is just awesome uh, with the you know the, the high definition and uh, just the size. It's really really excellent. Now, Uncle Roger. That being said, what iPad uh, did you own before the iPad Pro? the larger iPad Pro, which which version did you own? Did you own the Air or did the Air 2 or did you have an earlier version? This is an earlier version. This is the okay. older, just the iPad 2. Yeah. So, oh, wow. So this is a big upgrade for you because... Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. because I think... I still, right, the, the, the old, I, I still have the four-digit uh, passcode on the iPad. And that's that's another nice feature. You know, you now have six digits and you also have the, the fingerprint. Yes. And you can put in multiple fingerprints. I really like that feature, too. Although I, I do have that on my phone, the 6S, too. You see, now what I'm missing on the iPad is the 3D touch because the 6S has the 3D touch. And for those um, out, people, listeners out there that uh, aren't familiar with the 3D touch, on the 6S and the 6S Plus models, it's a peak and pop. So many apps now offer this feature where you when you don't have to open up the app. You just tap a little bit harder on the screen and up pops a window and it'll say, you know, either open the app or take a picture. Like, for instance, if you're using the camera app, uh, Apple's native camera app, it'll say, uh, you know, snap a selfie or go to your camera roll. And it just... It's faster. I, I love it's a shortcut. Basically, 3D touch, I feel, is just shortcuts with the app. You know, like for instance, Evernote will have, you know, open up a note or take a picture. And I I find I use that a lot. I am a little disappointed. That being said, that the the baby pro does not have that feature. But you know, I can live without that because it, <laughs> they did put a 12 megapixel camera, the same uh, camera that is offered in the 6S and the 6S Plus into the baby pro and I never thought I would ever take a photo with an iPad. So I thought I would check it out. It, they are gorgeous. They are absolutely stunning. The clarity, the color, and I can't even believe I'm saying this either. Um, when you're taking a photograph with the iPad, it's almost as if you're using a large format camera. You have such a huge screen that you can adjust areas that you, you know, they adjust the exposure. It's just a very different experience taking a photograph on the iPad on a larger screen than it is, you know, of course, with the, with the smaller screen, the phone screen. So, so Uncle Roger, so do you think, um, 
you would ever purchase the Baby Pro? Do you think that in addition to the iPad Pro, would a smaller iPad Pro, even for you know on 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 TM, that that would be appropriate? I mean, I, I, I don't think that would be a need with the two that we have. Um, we you know we'll have both have six S. Uh, I can teach her to text. She's never used text messaging before. <laughs> so she didn't have to worry about her when she was driving using her phone. <laughs> well, you know, I, what I think is always exciting is when people um, really start to use Apple products and it also be, it almost becomes an addiction. You think, okay, now I have the phone. Now I want the iPad, you know, and then, okay, I want the iPad. Now I want the Apple watch. And, you know, it just snowballs, you know, because everything is all linked together, which is great. You know, your desktop, yes. your devices, your watch. So it really makes things easier. Um, before we close, I just wanted to ask you, um, with the iPad Pro, are you thinking of ever doing some smart linking to the house so you can access, you like you can, you know, with your phone and with your iPad, like shutting off lights and... Well, I, have, I, I do have two items that uh, I have a Sky Bell doorbell mm-hmm. that that uh, is linked through uh, Bluetooth through actually through Wi-Fi, and I also have something called the Piper, which is a uh, an indoor uh, camera inside the, the living room, which not it monitors outside temperature, so I can tell I can go into my any of my devices and and see what the temperature is inside the house. I can see what the temperature is outside. I can see if there's anything moving in the house. I can set it so that an alarm would go off uh, if there's motion. So I do have some devices. That's, that's that terrific. That probably will happen in the in the future. I, I've you know there's so many new products. I know. Out there, you just have to research it. I know. And, you know. That's one of the advantages of being semi-retired. You do have. <laughs> time to read on rainy days. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, you know, and there's a whole gamut opening up, you know, uh, of course, Nest has, you know, the temperature and then they also have garage openers that you can do Wi-Fi. We have, right now, we have a camera and we have our lights and I have to tell you, it's really nice, um, you know, when you're out and about and you think, oh boy, you know, the house is dark and you just turn on the lights and when you come home, they're all, you know, it looks like someone's home, so... Well, Uncle Roger, thank you. Congratulations on your new purchase. I hope you really enjoy it. And, and, I, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how you like the Apple Pencil with note-taking. And thank you for joining me this morning. You're most welcome. Thank you. It's always nice to talk to Suzanne. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Have a great day. Well, that wraps up this episode of Three Geeky Ladies. I would like to thank Kurt Blanchard, Dorothy Yamamoto, and Roger White for speaking with me about the iPad Pro, the Apple Pencil, and the keyboard accessories they use, the apps they use. I really appreciate that. And for those listeners out there that just recently purchased either a Baby Pro or have the larger iPad Pro and have been using it with the Apple Pencil, the smart keyboard, or other accessories, and you have some ideas or apps that we didn't cover upon with this episode, or you have accessories that you really love to use with your iPad Pro, please email us at the number three, it's all one word, geeky ladies, spelled out at gmail.com, or leave a comment in the comment section in the podcast, or you can find us on Twitter. So tweet us at, geek, at geeky ladies. And we'd love to hear from you because, you know, there's, this is a really fabulous uh, device and the Apple Pencil is wonderful, as you know. But I also am looking forward to speaking with Vicki and Elisa in our next episode. So tune in again to Three Kiki Ladies. And again, thank you to our guests and thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
Hey, guy. There's a new podcast out. Great. What's it about? Let's Talk Apple. Well, yeah, we will. We will. But uh, what's the podcast called? Let's Talk Apple. Okay, if you want to. Uh, Rainier, Silken, Gold Rush, Pippin. What are you on about? I'm talking Apple. Huh? That's what you wanted, wasn't it? Us talking about apples? Well, there we go again. Tangentially, as usual, moving off topic. Did you know Bart Bouchotts has a new podcast out? Yep. Let's Talk Apple. Oh, jeez. <laughs>